It's finally a crowbat now. Nice. That's exciting, I guess. What are you going to do with it? It's time to play the game. Hello and welcome. My name's Ji, and with me today is my good old friend Alexander Gonzalez. Hello. And please remember that we are not game devs. How are you doing today, Alex? I'm living the dream, Jay. How about you? Uh, better today. You don't know this, but last Monday, I took a really heavy fall. Uh, I like passed out, hit my head, blood everywhere. Uh, what the fuck? No, I didn't know this at all. Yeah, and my chest has been hurting nonstop since then. Um, but it's a lot better since yesterday. It still hurt. Kind what of happened? Why, why'd you fall? I just passed out, I guess. I, I think I got up too quick, passed out and fell and hit my head. And uh, that's just been my life for the last week. Were you alone? No, um, it was just really early in the morning. It was like seven o'clock in the morning or something like that. Uh, so it was it was an interesting way to start my Monday. But those are not the heavy falls we were talking about today. Today we are creating something new. Every week we, we are not get on we are not game devs. We imagine a brand new video game idea from our minds. Join in on the fun, be creative, and if you have your own unique video game idea or want to patch into ours, write in at appoundgames.gmail.com. Today is my turn to present We Are Not Game Devs 201st IP. Man, that was weird reading that script for the first time. Uh, that <laughs> tripped me up. I didn't realize I changed that much of the script. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's different. Yeah. Uh, but GPS, global position <laughs> satellite. Is that what that stands for? I think so. Uh, it is. So I've been playing a lot of GTA. And so I've been following <laughs> a lot of yellow lines on my mini map, right? You, you play an open world game. You put down that pin where sometimes it's the main objective and so it's already there for you. And then on your mini-map, sometimes it's even in the world, like let's say Cyberpunk, for example, it's on the actual street, uh, the, the path you need to follow to go. I wanna create a game where the game is literally just listening to your GPS. There's no indicators on, there's no visual indicator as to where to go, but you have to listen to what your GPS says. To make this game more fun, I imagine this not being our world where the way cars and GPS work, it's gonna be like a sci-fi world where you're in like a flying car. And so some of the instructions are like, make a, a half U-turn. So you gotta like fly up and around and then get back level. Cause you have to do like a, you know, you have to fly up and around. I don't know what it's called where you do like a half turnaround, but like with a backflip. Do you know what I'm talking about? So you're going forward. And then you just pull up. And then you flip. Yeah. And then... And then you do a barrel roll to level yourself out again. Yeah. I forget what that's called too, but... There's um, a term for it. Yeah. But you know what I mean. You, you just literally... It's just like a turnaround. You essentially just pull up. So you're upside mm -hmm. down and then you flip around and you're all of a sudden going behind you instead of going mm -hmm. where you were. Uh, so you're going to do crazy maneuvers like that. I imagine there to be like pipes that you have to go through, like uh, make the upper left exit and then follow that all the way down to the next light and make a right or something like that. And there's also going to be stuff. It's like 
things that you have to follow to the dot, like take the express hyper, hyper way where you have to like slow down to a certain speed, place and lock as if you're in a car wash and that takes you through like a hyperdrive, super quick travel thing. And then that's all of a sudden takes you to another part of the planet. And like, you're gonna have to follow very specific examples that don't exist in our world because we don't have cars that do this type of stuff. But it's gonna be like a rule set where like, we'll teach the players how to use the hyper way or how to take an exit on your upper left corner or like these are like things that are compounding. Um, but at first it's going to be a very basic fly up, fly down, fly left, right. And then all of a sudden we're going to start adding more complex directions that the GPS is going to give you. Um, and I feel like it's also going to be like kind of like a taxi service or maybe a delivery service, like a Postmates type of thing. Uh, but that's just going to be the story element where you're either a delivery driver or a taxi driver and you're just driving to point A to point B uh, while it's telling somewhat of a story, but also teaching you how to drive in a flying world uh, purely through listening to your GPS. And I think, of course, there's going to be like recalculating because you missed an exit or something. And so you have to start following a new path and all that. I've got a couple additions that I think we can kind of go forward with this game. I already see it being like a first-person game where you're moving through and you're piloting um, a ship. Why don't we make it like an alien smuggler and then your GPS is actually an AI, so it has personality, so that that's the voice that also teaches you how to do what you're supposed to do. I'm totally fine with that, and, yeah. And then it's it's like a big smuggling organization as part of a criminal ring. You're not a hero or anything. And the AI is like, welcome, new pilot. And it's, you know, they can talk about how the old pilot got shot. And, you know, like you're just trying to get through smuggling and getting things from one side of the galaxy to the other. Yeah. Definitely make it humorous, though. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. I think the AI would then be like that, like, sarcastic robot, like uh, Alan Rickman from Hitchhiker's Guide or like K2. F9 or whatever that thing's name yeah. is from uh, Han Solo. Uh, just, yeah, a very snarky, sarcastic robot AI thing that kind of guides you, teaches you how to play the game, and gives you context for the story of what you're doing. And, yeah, you kind of hit it on the head. If you're part of this, like, criminal thing, you're a new pilot, um, Doesn't you just kind of stumbled in on this job, but, like, it's kind of high st stakes, but kind of not at the same time. Um, and you're just learning on the job where the first delivery is super easy, but then you get there and then they're like, well, now you pass this test. You got to take this and you got to go over here. Mm -hmm. And then it just keeps going on top and top. And then maybe at the very end, you like start working with the police or something and you're trying to break down the gang from the inside type of thing. I don't know how that would work, but the story will progress. But, uh, as the story progresses, they're going to take you on longer and longer trips that take more and more complicated movements. And then maybe eventually there's like some space travel that you got to do and stuff like that. Right. And then you're just working with your AI through that, developing that way. Your character is mostly probably, do you want the character to speak or not? I think they'll first have person. some lines here and there. And it, it, I think... By default, it is first person, but like all driving games, I think if you press the touchpad, you know, it's going to have like 
here's the first person. And then the zoomed in on the back of the car, kind of zoomed out on the back of the car and then like mm -hmm. really zoomed out and then press it again and it's first person again. So it's going to have like those driving because like every, every driving game, I feel like the drive who the player has a preference as to being in first person being behind the car or being really behind the car. I always like being really behind the car, but mm -hmm. every once in a while, I think it's easier. Person. It is easier. First person, I think but is for the, the sim people who like to actually yeah. be in the car thing, you know? Uh, okay. Which I think would work for this game. I think we can let you be in like, you could build out your own thing. Um, maybe even make this a VR game. But I think, I think it would be cool if there were like little parts of the game where you have to engage different parts of your vehicle. But to do that, you have to do different button patterns that the AI will instruct you like on the bottom of the screen. So if you press triangle, oh, oh, square, square, X, R, one, you'll see your character reach out and press buttons to engage like different pieces of the ship. So maybe another wing pops out or you engage boosters or you engage invisible cloaking. So then that's how that goes. Yeah. So that way it feels like you're actually piloting some type of ship instead of it being a car that flies. I'm down for that. Where like, there's like a, like I was saying for the hyperway, uh, that's just what I'm going to call it. Uh, like a hyperdrive highway type of thing where there's going to be specific instructions. Every single time you go on a hyperway, you're going to have to like slow down and like, and then lock in. So it like, like I'm thinking like, uh, what kind of sci-fi, like if you remember in Outlaw Star, they had to do this where like hyperdrive, you had to go into like a ring first and like lock yourself yeah. in a ring and the ring will shoot you into hyperdrive. Uh, it's going to be essentially yeah. that idea where you go into this thing and stop and then that'll shoot you. But you, I like the idea where, yeah, you have to input like specific codes and like clearance stuff to like let you use it. Or like if you're going coming into a new city, you're like you have to like be cleared for landings. You got to put in like your landing clearance codes and all that stuff and all that's in by button presses. And like um, it'll also show your character doing it in the car and stuff like that. Right, right, right. And I think we can also have it where there's like great vibration going on as you're putting in these inputs to change your ship and put into different modes so that it feels very visceral as you're doing everything. Because everything's going to be reliant on the experience of you flying. And we have to make it as entertaining as possible through different external factors, through checkpoints, like you talking to people, the humor in between the AI taking over and talking for you as like you're going or different unexpected things happening. So now you're going through secret passageways and all that other yeah. good stuff. I also think the first mission is you still being on the ground and driving on the ground. Mm -hmm. And then eventually you have to like be on the ground, but drive through like tunnels and secret passageways. And then I could imagine a part where the AI is like, all right, for this next delivery, you're going to have to get into the, the upper space and actually fly the car. Mm -hmm. And then I could see the character be like, this car could fly. Like, of course it could fly. We're in year 3000. What do you think? This is a fucking car from 2050 or something like that. I don't know what he's going to say. Yeah. And then you got to press in the button inputs and then that'll like take out the wings that were like move up the wheels. Like it's a DeLorean from fact to the future. And that's where the, the, I don't know, the laser things that let you lift off. I don't know, anti-grab. Where it's like, uh, like visually, they, the animators usually do um, four rings that go, that get smaller and smaller to show that it's pushing. Yeah, yeah, like the, like the gravity thrusters or whatever. Yeah. 
Um, so all of that would be visually shown and then sound. And yeah, in the controller on a dual sense, you could feel like all the vibrations and stuff like that. And then you'll go lift off for the first time. Uh, there's definitely going to be like later on, once you've mastered driving and listening to your AI companion, uh, I think I could see like car chases. So you have less time to think about doing all this stuff, like inputting your codes and all that. Uh, you have to do it super quick. And so then you're like in car chases and stuff like that and go through traffic and go through like tunnels really quickly. Um, it's not going to be open world per se, but there's going to be a whole world built out with roads that inter like it's going to be like a GTA open world where all the roads make sense and stuff. Uh, so the GPS to the GPS that you're using also can make a track for you. And so it's going to, we're going to have to work a lot on the game AI to make sure it understands the road so well, if you miss an exit, it could recalculate another route for you super quick. So you don't have to wor worry about like in real life, if you miss your exit, it takes your GPS like five seconds to come up with the next route. And sometimes you're already past that route that it recalculated already for you in real life. Uh, right. So it'll be a lot faster than that, obviously. But the, all the streets will work in an actual real way if flying streets were real. You know, like it's going to make sense mm -hmm. driving through it, but it's not an open world game where you can just go wherever you want. Maybe in the menu we'll let you have like a free roam mode where you right. don't have a gps and you could just drive however you want so you could like learn the city or something um i could also see maybe an upgrade system where you could like upgrade your car in certain ways but i don't know how that would work or how you would even earn currency like would you be able to do like side quest missions like deliveries for like other things just to make more money to upgrade your car i think I think so, but I don't even do upgrades. I do like maybe customizations mm. of the car. So like on the inside, you can change it and add different upgrades there. Um, you can even do stuff where you buy like a different voice and then like the AI teases you about that. Like, I can't believe you changed my voice. Like I've had four or five different pilots and no one's ever changed my voice kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you can make them British or you can make them American or whatever. I can yeah, see exactly. Like you can change. Um, you can make them, yeah, whatever kind of voice, gruff or you could do like however personality inflection. changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, you don't think there should be upgrades like your boost lasts for longer, or your top speed is better, or your braking is better, stuff like general car upgrade stuff. Well, it would just change how like the quests go. So all of a sudden. If you make your car faster, the track that you built for like a normal car going at normal speeds is not going to be the same for a car going at um, that speed. For instance, you know, Mario Kart tracks work great at 50 cc, 100 cc, 150 cc at 200 cc. All of a sudden the tracks are different. Like you have to break. You have to play a completely different game, which you can do if you want. But I'm not sure if that's going to be beneficial to the player. Yeah. Where I like if I have too fast of a smuggling vessel, I'm like, ah, fuck, I upgrade this thing too much. Now I'm breaking a lot. I feel like I have to take turns differently. Sure, I'm way faster on straightaways, but it's a it's a more stressful game as a result. Yeah, that's totally fine with me. Then no real upgrades to your car. The only 
new things that you'll get are new ways to drive around in this world. So like we'll slowly introduce like mechanics that you have to do in order to take specific ways. Like because of the flying element of this driving world, like you have to be very specific in this game. Like, you know, in real life, when you take a really fast, really hard corner, there's a sign that's like, you better be going 35 miles per hour when you take this corner, but everyone goes like 55 miles around that corner anyway. Like they totally ignore that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this game, you have to listen to those signs or you will crash and blow up and fail your mission. Like there's going to be things that like, you have to listen to some of the street rules just because of the nature of this. Like if you don't break before you're taking the hyperdrive, you'll just go into the hyperdrive and then it'll send you into hyperdrive like in the game, this is what will happen. I'm assuming send you the hyperdrive, but since you didn't stop and lock, your car just starts disintegrating, and then you you get a fail state. Like your car blew up because you went to the right. hyperdrive without stopping. You know. Um, At the same time, I could see there being an easier mode where the AI helps you out, like self braking and self self driving mm, for a little bit of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where if it senses that you're going out of control and in the lines, it'll steer you back into the lines. I'm fine with that. Like a, yeah, like a, not an easy mode, but like let the AI drive your car mode, like auto drive mode, autopilot mode. Like for certain things, for hard brakes, for sharp turns and stuff of that nature, or or if you're going too far off or they can tell you're losing control, it'll bring you back. Like a Tesla mode or whatever that. Yeah, like self, like it'll it'll break for you on turns if it doesn't feel as if you're breaking. Right, right. I like that for sure. Uh, I guess music. I think it would be like a radio channel thing, right, with different genres and stuff. Yeah, a um, bunch of different futuristic music and alien music and but stuff of that nature. I don't think any licensed music. Maybe. Mm-mm. If it will be licensed music, I think it would do something like what No Man's Sky would do and just hire a band and make have them make a completely unique soundtrack. Um, but I think it will be just in-studio music maker that just makes a bunch of different genres. And so you could flip through radio channels and get like three or four different genres, but they're all like unique music to this world and all futuristic sounding. And then the one... Maybe a talk show? Yeah, a talk show and maybe one oldies channel where it's like regular just rock music that's not futuristic at all. I'm cool with that. Pricing. This game is in full pop. No. Uh, it's like, I'd say maybe like 20 to 30, if that, depending on what you're doing. I would say 30 bucks just because I do want this to be pretty and also mm-hmm. more than like a small game like i want it to be pretty like hefty i i want to say this game will probably take like like five hours to beat yeah that and just make quality cool levels that you can do and then unlock a free free roam if you want to interact with different parts of the of the world because i see this having a little bit of space maybe two or three planets with a bunch of decked out maps on it Hey, even this, maybe we could have it so there's like an online mode where you do deliveries that player character maybe 
creates a route for the AI to take you and you have to follow the route the AI tells you specifically and maybe a player creates a certain that route time. in a certain time. And then yeah. So and then the player has to beat that route in order to submit it and to other like players to no beat. rerouting allowed type of thing. Like you have yeah. to follow the so, route that the player put down. Yeah, it's almost like level creation yeah. in platformers. Or like it, it's kind of like in Riders Republic or like Steep or like those type of um extreme sports games where you make your own track and then you post that online and then everyone does that track type mm -hmm. of thing. All right, Alex, time to start your timer because it's time to name this game. All right, timer started. What does GPS actually stand for? Let me look it up. GPS stand for Global Positioning System. What if we call it IPPS, interplanetary inter, interplanetary positioning system. How about APS, artificial? It'll the I is gonna be gone, but it, it'll stand for artificial intelligent positioning system. All right, APS. APS, artificial positioning. No, AI. Apis? 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 What would it be? Apis. Okay, what's apes. another word for AI? What if we just call it apes? Apes? A-P-E-S? Artificial intelligence. Oh, um, A-I-P-S? Yeah, artificial, artificial intelligence, intelligence positioning, positioning system. system. Sure, apes. Or artificial intelligence um, protective smuggling. No, because it's mm. everyone's using the the new apes. Everybody in this in this future world, it's like iRobot, where no yeah. one drives manually. It's all autopilot driving. Yeah. But in this, everybody has to use apes, or you're gonna crash and okay. burn. All right, apes, it is an artificial intelligence positioning system, as where you play as a new pilot as part of a smuggling corporation, having to drive around the planet, the space, and other planets in the galaxy as you must deliver sensitive packages, all while maintaining a relationship with your artificial intelligence, avoiding police and hazards. Fantastic. So, Alex, what do you think? Would this be a game you want to play and is it fun? Yeah, because of the shortness of it, I definitely want to play it. If they were trying to, tell, to get me invested in a game that's 20, 30, 40 hours of doing this, I'd be like, no, bro, I don't want to drive. Uh, it's it it would become more of a chore than a novel idea. But if the world was interesting enough and the voice acting was great, maybe um, like a superstar gets attached to these voices, I'd be much more into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be a fun, yeah, five hour, six hour, quick little game. You play it, get the story out of it, learn how to drive this car really well by the end of it. And then never use that skill ever again. Um, but it sounds like a fun day where it, it'd be perfect, like what we were saying during at the beginning, where if this was out on Game Pass Ultimate, play it for two days and then 
Right, like a weekend. Yeah. And uh, you're just like, I was a smuggler for the weekend, and that was fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, it would be perfect for that, you know? Mm-hmm. This was going to be hard, but what game studio would you assign to make Apes the best? Because I feel like it just it would just be lot like a bunch of different indie developers would do great with this you know what i mean um right there was recently that cab game that i think is essentially this game uh but with cabs i think it was called neo cab yeah um i was thinking about c s c s software the development company behind um the truck simulator series mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Where there's like different um, simulators like that, where I think they would be able to do a great job. And Giant Software, who's who does the farming simulator. If you were to get these sim games where they do the hyper-realistic stuff for like five hours of different tracks, but instead of America that they're basing it on, they're making like a whole new alien town. That'd be great. Yeah. For me, I don't... I do have a specific uh, developer, and that would be the, uh, I think it's called Team Asobi, and they're the ones that make all the Astro Playroom and Astrobot games. Um, I think they would just do great. If this was a PlayStation exclusive, like indie fun title where they like fully use the DualShock or DualSense, sorry, and like do like a, just like a fun, quick indie game from like a Sony developer uh like yeah team asobi or back when like santa monica used to make like random games like hohokum and like this really weird puzzle games like that i think that would be a good fit or i don't have a developer but i just have a general publisher this would definitely be a devolver game oh yeah i could see it going there yeah just like a weird one of the devolver uh developers that they have would just take a hold of this and just make a weird, fun, quick, small game, you know? Most definitely. And with that, our 201st IP has gone gold. We hope you look forward to this experience I'll probably never release. We have a Patreon. If you'd like to give us extra support, please head over to patreon.com slash wearenotgamedevs. For just a dollar, patrons receive episodes early and an extra podcast at the beginning, which you caught the tail end of our conversation at the beginning of this episode. That's patreon.com slash wearenotgamedevs. Like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And if they ask for a review, instead of reviewing our show, become your inner game critic and review Apes, the video game we just created. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back next Friday with another new IP. Again, my name's Jay Yi. And I'm AG. Thank you. And please remember that we are not game devs. What's the temperature like where you're at right now? Is it hot or cold? It is colder. It's 63 degrees, but when I walked my dog, it was like in the 50s. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Can you believe? Today's not that bad. Today, uh, the high is 71. But for the past four days, I think, the high was like 99, 97. Wow, I it's spring. Yeah, yeah, it's been really hot. It's really <laughs> hot right now. Um, That's crazy because I'm still kind of getting out of it. Like I'm wearing a hoodie around the house and stuff, and outside, it's sunny. It's nice. It's beautiful. You know, there's bumblebees flying and there's flowers blooming, but it's a little chilly. Yeah, this upcoming week isn't that bad. It looks like all the all the highs are like either low 70s or 
uh, high 60s. But then next, not this upcoming Monday, but the next Monday, we're back at 85 at a high. So there's some kind of weird heat wave going on, and it's awful. It's just so hot. Okay, because I was wondering, I was going to say it's horrible if you guys start like going to the 90s and 100s in April and then in June, July, August, you guys are like at 105, 110 because then you guys will slowly climb up to 115 and then it's just Arizona and California. Yeah, then it's just too hot, uh, which I'm hoping that doesn't happen. But all signs point to it's going to be a really hot year and we didn't even get winter like every year I've been in California, winter just gets shorter and shorter and hotter and hotter and it's the worst because i'm used to winters being freezing like literally freezing but we we, i I haven't had a freezing day in a long time i played in the snow two or three times this winter how was that it gets cold unless you have the right gear it's fun to do for like a couple hours and you're like all right it gets cold but weirdly enough also really hot yeah um my worst experience is frozen rain. That's mm. that's the worst. I don't think um, I've ever snow is fine. Rain. Yeah, it's it's like so it's raining in such like in heavy drops enough that it freezes, but it doesn't freeze all the way. So it doesn't feel like snow where snow kind of flitters to the floor or like flurries. Instead, it's like these drops that are hitting you, but you can t- you can see it instead of like rain where you can't really see it, so to say. I guess I and actually then, have had that where it's raining, but when it lands, if it rains long enough, it just creates sludge on the ground. Yeah. Do you ever get that? And it's just it's it's unpleasant because you're also like walking in it and yeah. you're getting cold and wet, whereas with snow you have a little bit of time before you get wet. The worst for me with snow is when you've been out in snow for a long time and it's cold, but underneath, you know, you're fucking soaked in sweat. And then when you take off that yeah. over jacket and then those snow pants and you're just drenched in sweat and it feels good it. for a second because all the cold air rushes in, but then you're freezing because all your wet clothes is now freezing. I'll tell you something about me. I hate being covered in sweat. Like I'll do... If it's a sweat because of physical exercise, I'm fine with it. If it's sweat, not because of exercise, but because of heat, <clears throat> I don't really like it. Like if I have wet clothes on and I can't take them off, I don't really like that feeling at all. Or waking up in a sweat. Yeah. Gross. No, I hate sweat, period. But that's problematic because I sweat a lot. I sweat with everything I do. I'm sweating right now in bed. Yeah. When you feel where I laid in bed overnight, it's just damp. The whole thing's just my I hate sweat. it. I hate that. Yeah. I fucking hate that. I tried to solve it, but it, it, night sweats just a problem for me. 